All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, baby, welcome back. How are you? Sports 1440, Oilers Nation YouTube. It is the Pause of Friday edition of the Jason Greger Show. As always, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Coming to you live in the E-Well studio, E-W-E-L dot C-A. And the uh, text line has been humming today, 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox, where many of you have been uh, ultra generous. The Pyramid of Giving is already full. But... Like our hearts, it's never a bad thing if you uh, overfill it. So I have to think of something. So I've been crunching the numbers. So uh, when we got the note from uh, Delta Valley, so we've now raised uh, 15000 today. So uh, coming into today, I'm uh, now I'm not a mathematician, but I can do math pretty quick. So we had raised for the first 14 days, 15 days, excuse me, $146,350. So you add another $15,000. we are now up to $161,000. that we have raised in the month of giving. That is a new record. Our previous high, which was set uh, two years ago, was $153,800. So we, um, if we're always looking to challenge things, we could break our record by a full 10 grand if we could raise... 2,000 more in the final hour. We just raised 15 in the first two hours. Do you think we could raise $2,000 in the final two hours today? The Adopt-A-Teen program uh, will be the benefactor today of an extra 2,000. So who's in? It's positive Friday before Christmas. There's uh, some teens out there that uh, it'll make a big difference in their life. The opportunity to uh, to buy their, uh, their mother or their father. It's a small little token of their appreciation. 
for themselves. Uh, some of these kids, uh, you know, uh, are 16 and live on their own already, so don't uh, really have much anyway. So um, you're an opportunity. Uh, if you're in a position where uh, to help out, um, it's great. So uh, we got to all the uh, the 1,000s, the 500s, and the 200s, and the 100s uh, early on. Uh, I'm a big believer. Uh, I never... Uh, I fill out the thousand one today connor and declan did did 200 each and brando did uh, 100 carries did 500 last week i think it's important for everybody here at sports 1440 in the month of giving to be part of it and uh, and everybody is which is awesome so if uh if you want in we'll start it out i think that's our goal if i cr- if my number crunching is correct and my memory is pretty good it's pretty good two thousand total over the next two hours and uh, we could break our previous record by a full $10,000, which would be uh, quite nice. Also, uh, I think a little feather in our cap to all the Sports 1440 listeners. So I know many of you have listened before. Some are new, though, which is awesome. We get uh, lots of people that have said, man, we never really listened to your show before. This is awesome. And they watch it on Orders Nation YouTube. It's fantastic. Uh, our social media posts have had uh, massive interaction. Uh, we really appreciate it. The text line here is great. The great part about our new text line is you can send us gifts, and we can see them. And we can send you some, too. So it's uh, it's always fun. Uh, the interaction uh, here on Sports 1440, uh, better than ever. So... I say that. Uh, we'll set a new goal. Uh, try to get to uh, 2,000 if we can. So 833-401-1440. Want to help a teen at, at Christmas through the Adopt-A-Teen program? Uh, they were quite short when we started today. So uh, the more uh, our 7,500 was going to put a big dent in it, but if we can make it 9,500, even better. 833-401-1440. If you want in and CH... Uh, Lars is in the first one. So now we're down to, hey, we could do 19 people at 100 bones. Some people want to do two, five, eight, whatever. Get to 2,000 here. That'll be awesome. So uh, now we're down to 1,900. And uh, we'll do a backwards countdown as we get them. Uh, we welcome into the program uh, wearing a, a new hoodie. Shocking. Like He has as many hoodies as Strutty has sweaters. Uh, Wanye Gretz from uh, Orders Nation. Is that true? Joins us. Oh yeah, you love your you love your hoodies as much as Strutty loves his sweaters, guaranteed. Cool, guaranteed. Well, that would actually be a good debate on who has more. Like your hoodies, though, are probably a little bit more um, up to date than some of Strutty's sweaters, but overall, it's about the same. One time, Gregor, somebody brought a bag of clothing that was being donated to charity to my house mm-hmm. and said, can you add some of your clothes into this? And I said, sure. So I went around and grabbed some clothes and I went to put them into the bag. And in the bag was a dress shirt. But it was a dress shirt unlike any other you've ever seen in your life. And I pulled it out and it was an already large dress shirt that had had stripes of fabric sewn into them so that the gargantuan arms and the ginormous back of the individual that wore this shirt could be contained. And I looked at it and I was like, literally, like, did Yao Ming somehow have a shirt (laughs) in my house? It was strutty. That man has arms. He does. Like, yeah. he so orang- long that... He has the orangutan arms. No joke. They had to put, like, vents in his shirts, Gregor. Who's ever seen such a thing? <laughs> At least I can wear hoodies off the shelf. Well, yeah. Well, when Strutty stands up, I'm pretty sure if he's standing straight, his hands, he can almost touch his knees. Yeah. And, like, no joke there. Yeah. He's got uh, he's got long arms. I'm impressed your month of giving. Like, it's to, to change stations and be bigger now than you were before... Well, what are you doing here? Our, our audience is, uh, is you know what? There's, there's lots of people that in this community that 
really believe in helping others. That's yep. the one, that's the one thing I've learned uh, over the years. And there's lots of people and you know what, the, like we get, I get texts from people all the time. We're like, you know what? I'm not in a position right now, but it, you know, it really warms my heart knowing the station I listen to helps others. And that's exactly, I never feel guilty. I, we, we had somebody who said, Jason, I've listened to your show for eight years. I was finally in a position and I filled out the pyramid of giving last year and last week and it felt great. That came in from Mike. And I was like, that's awesome. It, all, it doesn't matter if you can't do it today. Do not feel bad. That's no. that remotely is not what it's about at all. Be part all. of the good vibes. Right? Yeah. You're never complaining that some days we maybe talk, uh, you know, for a few extra minutes about non-sports. So uh, I appreciate that. No one ever complains in the month of giving that uh, we have a few minutes here or there that aren't uh, necessarily uh, sports talk related. And uh, there is a little bit more important uh, than sports. Hey, we love sports. Don't get me wrong. But uh, helping out uh, uh, teens and others is uh, is definitely important. So there you go. Uh, Kyle is in. We're down to 18. Boom. Rocking and rolling. Um, Jonathan Quick. Wanye, the uh, the former LA King, uh, undefeated for the New York Rangers at a shutout against the Edmonton Oilers. Like this guy, it's fun in a year because I honestly think the biggest story around the National Hockey League this year has been goaltending, the amount of injuries, and the amount of teams that are just trying to get respectable goaltending. It's been the story. And then here's Jonathan Quick, who a lot of people wrote off as like, ah, oh, this guy's done. Get rid of him, and he is absolutely killing it. So they're playing today, obviously. Yeah, he is playing today. Against the Mighty Oil. Yes. Who are hot off. Have you, has it come up yet, the 6-3 drubbing? Have you brought that up at all during what, the month of what, giving, what, or have you been too busy changing no, the world? We, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I can't recall a team this hot, Gregor. Ever. One game under 500. Do you tell me that? The outdoor classic, we were 12 games under 500 <laughs> at one point. Everybody was panicking. Things were on fire. They've climbed back. It's not even 2024 yet. Yeah, well, they still got ways to go, though. That's the thing. Like, they're still five points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, but one tonight, they're going to defeat the Rangers, I would imagine, and be 500. Unbelievable. What a Christmas present. <laughs> I like your positivity. Marvelous. I like your positivity. Um, the, uh, the orders line up, uh, Adam Ernie. That was quite the power move for me. And the thing is, and I was looking it up, Adam Ernie, when he was in Detroit, when he uh, was tied their team lead in goals in the uh, lockout short season. Now, I know that sounds better because it was only 11. They weren't a very good team. But still, he tied for their team lead in goals and not on the power play. But he played the whole year on right wing. And he's a left shot. Well, last night he got that pass. And by the way, sick pass from Gagne. Gagne had two great feeds last night. And uh, all he does is just continue to produce. But anyway... Adam Ernie down the right side. Like the guy looked like a 50 goal scorer yeah. on that goal. Like that was a sweet finish. During the second intermission, we have an Oilers Nation group chat where we panic and put things in there and say, can someone fix this or take that down? And I rarely chime in. And during intermission, I had a vibe and I said, I, I would live bet the comeback on this. And then what was it? Three minutes into the th- third, they were up by three. Mm-hmm. Outstanding news. What a momentum maker. No, no, it's, uh, it is big for sure. And the, uh, well, the order 63 goals in 69 seconds. Like, order, people were watching that third period because I can tell right now, order fans are frustrated. The orders had passed up way too many good chances in the second period. And then they get, you know, and two of the three New Jersey goals had been on giveaways that shouldn't happen by the orders. And that's still a little bit of a concern. But so you're frustrated. And I, and I think you had the right to be like, man, the orders should not be losing this game. They played way better, but they sh- kept shooting themselves in the foot by not shooting and then giving the puck away. And then, boom, the Devils, uh, you know, McDavid, lots of patience, actually shoots it, doesn't try to pass it into the net, shoots it into the net, goal. Next shift, the Devils do what the orders do. They gifted the orders a goal. Put it right on Drysaddle's tape, backhand, scores. Next shift, 
Fourth line comes out. Adam Ernie scores. Like, come on. Back to back to back shifts for the Edmonton Oilers in goal. And uh, they completely turned the game around. And uh, they'd already chased one goalie. And uh, you thought that maybe uh, uh, they would chase another one. So, uh, you know, that was good. But I look at uh, at, uh, at where the Oilers um, have played for the most part. Like, even the Islander game. I didn't think they were awful in that game. They weren't great. They weren't awful. Um, the only game, really, in the last 12 that was kind of meh was the Florida game. That's it. So, you know, they're playing well. But the problem is, because they dug themselves such a deep hole... They can't afford to play well and lose right now. They just, they don't have, you know, every time you lose, and you don't have to win every game. I get that. But I look at, like, this is a pretty big game. I thought they had to go two and one on the road trip. All right. Like, they're kind of in a, in a state like that. And then maybe you go two and one when you come on a Christmas, uh, you know, wins against San Jose and Anaheim. Like, hello, Sharks. Yeah, you can see me. See how much of a fool I look like right now? It's because they can't even beat the Sharks. So, God, they better beat him on the uh, 28th of December. You freaking kidding me? But I look at, at the orders and I'm very curious how they come out tonight because this is their first back to back and they were very good in the second half of back to backs last year. They were good, but that generally hasn't been the case in the last few years, but they seem to sort out matinees and game twos of back to backs in the last few years. Yeah, they've gotten way, way better in, uh, in both of them. So, uh, uh, Kyle is, uh, is in at 100. Cam is. Tate, attaboy, Tater. He's in at uh, at a hundred. Uh, also, uh, we have uh, Brian who came in at a hundred as well. So uh, that is great, and uh, they'll be reaching out to you guys. Uh, don't worry, we'll send them your phone numbers, and they will be calling you here in the in the next hour. That's uh, that's how it works. So uh, uh, that is uh, fantastic. So now we're down to sixteen hundred. So it can be 100, 200, whatever you want. But uh, we're looking 1,600 more here to help out adopt a teen before 6 o'clock today, which will be fantastic. Uh, a few other quick texts coming in, 833-401-1440. Hey, guys, I don't change the lineup, but I also understand that you can't sit Brown out for six games in a row. What would be the reason to put him back in from that? Well, he's only sat out once. I said it today. I wouldn't sit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anybody out of the lineup. The only guys who might come out are Gagne and Ryan because they're banged up, right? We saw Ryan leave the well, leave the ice uh, very gingerly in the final minute last night. He got rocked into the end boards behind the net. And Sam Gagne obviously took Vinny DeHarnay's stick in the face. Now, guys take sticks, but it all depends how much damage. If he had like a root canal or something crazy, well, maybe he can't play tonight. We'll see. Uh, Derek Ryan, if they're banged up, then you can put in Brown. But if not, I would sit Brown out tonight. Then I understand, yeah, it's the Christmas break. But if the team plays really well again, like, I'm sorry. It, as a coach in professional hockey, if you set a standard and Adam Ernie keeps reaching the standard, how can you take him out? Right? How, how can you honestly, wow, we got to play Connor Brown. Why? Why do you have to? He was given ample opportunity. And that's professional sports. It's hard. So I, it won't be six games. Like, they play back-to-back after Christmas. So I think definitely he would play probably in the in one of those games for sure. Maybe even before in San Jose. Um, but honestly, I, I don't think it would be crazy not to play him tonight. Honestly, I think it would be more crazy to put him back in the lineup. Unless it's an injury to Gagne or Ryan. That's the only way I'm putting him back in tonight. Are there any updates on Gagne? Nothing yet. So, um we uh, we'll see, but it might be nothing, right? I, I'm still gonna guess he's gonna play. He might just play with the bubble on, right? Um, but we'll see. Hey guys, root canals aren't even that bad. I've never had one. 
You've never had a root canal? No. All your years of playing hockey, never got hit in the jibs? Um, no. I The only time I lost teeth was playing uh, uh, floor hockey when uh, one of my buddies tripped me, and I faceplanted after the whistle. I wasn't expecting and I faceplanted in the cement. And those were children's teeth then? Uh, no, I was grade eight. So that, no, these two here, this one tooth kind of like half fake. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, that's it. But it's the front one, and I'm lucky now. I never had braces. My teeth are, uh, I got a big mouth, so I had a lot of room in my mouth. So, you know, my teeth could kind of maneuver around there, no problem. So, but uh, no, never a root canal. I've never had a tooth pulled or anything like that. So. Well, and I don't mind the dentist. The dentist doesn't bother me. I wisdom go, teeth? Oh, yeah, I had wisdom teeth taken yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And I was awake for that. It was kind of weird. Like, you're just sitting there, and then he got me, and then all of a sudden he's in there, and he just popped it out, and you're just like, Geez, I didn't even feel that. And honestly, it was fine. When I had my wisdom teeth out, I had to be sedated. When I woke up, I was losing my marbles. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what was going on. The nurse is like, sir, this happens all the time. They had to go get a parent out of the lobby to come in and talk me down. <laughs> well, when you wake up and you've never really been sedated, I think I was like 21 or 22. Yeah. Like you wake up like you just woke up out of a dead Dude, sleep. I, I, I had surgery that uh, that required me to go under. Did you freak out? Uh, no. Oh, you're too calm. No, not, when I well, no, most people would say that Gregor's not necessarily calm. I'm calm in certain things in life, but then I can fly off the handle in lots of other things. But um, no, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't feel very well. That's all. Afterwards, I was was bucket for a bit, but that was it. When you go to get impacted wisdom teeth out, you wake up in a recovery room. There's like patients everywhere. It's sort of a walking dead type scenario where everybody's in there lying on their side with gauze in their mouth. It's quite alarming. Yikes. Uh, 421, when we come back, Craig Button. We're going to go down memory lane with Craig Button. We have a guest in studio today whose family member Craig Button traded. We're going to find out what happened there. Next on the Gregor Show on Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube. 426. So uh, Andrew came in, so now we're down to 1,500. Awesome. So uh, fifteen hundred more to uh, for the adopted teen. Uh, what, any donation you want, hundred dollars, two hundred. Hey, you want to go all fifteen? That'd be great. Wrap it up really quick. But uh, we are doing a little extra for the adopted teen program today, which is outstanding. So uh, Andrew just came in at a um, hundred. So uh, that's uh, along with Cam, Brian, Kyle, and Lars. So there we go. There's a twenty five percent done. So. Let's uh, and that's perfect. It's pretty much uh, right on target for where we want to go. We get uh, five hundred every half hour. Boom, we'll be there at six o'clock. No big deal at all. And uh, we will set a new record in the month of giving, which is actually we've already set a new record, but we'll crush the old one just for fun because we like round numbers. And adopt a teen is a little bit short on funds right now, so uh, every little bit helps. So uh, we set a new goal at four o'clock to get uh, two thousand dollars more, and we're already down five hundred. So we got fifteen hundred left. If you want to join in and help us out in the spirit. 833-401-1440. You can uh, text that or call Connor. It's the same number to call or text. And uh, you can get your name and number, and then uh, we reach out to send every, all your information to Lisa, and they call you and make the transfer. It's pretty easy. Uh, let's go uh, in the room, brought to you by NextGen Transportation, Heavy Hall Transport Provider, 100% locally owned and operated with all sorts of platform trailers in stock and ready to roll right now at NextGen transportation.com as a Craig Button, former NHL uh, scout, GM, ace analyst, scout now for TSN, joins us. Uh, Butts, when were you, uh, what year did you join the Calgary Flames organization? 2000. 2000. Okay. So, but you, so you were in Dallas prior to that, correct? Correct. Okay. Minnesota, and, and then we moved to Dallas in 93. So I was with the organization for 12 years. Now I have a, I have a young, uh, a young lad in studio today. 
who's uh, who's kind of shadowing Connor to get a little behind the scenes of what it takes to be in radio. And uh, his uh, his name's Ewan. And uh, I'm wondering if you remember his father, Paul Manning, who was a member sure of do. the Calgary Flames. And you, tra- I remember Paul. And you traded him Paul. to Columbus. You, you, Ewan wants to know from the GM why'd you trade him. <laughs> Uh, that, that's a good question. I, I, you know what I think is like you know I'm I'm just trying to pull back in, in my uh, in, in my memory bank here, trying to draw 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 the curtain back. Is that I, I I don't think that there was an opportunity for him with our group, and you know we had a really young defense. We had Regier, we had Gauthier, and we had Tony Ludman, we had Derek Morris, we had uh, we had signed Steve Monador, we had uh, we traded for Jordan Leopold. So at some point in time, you know you you, you run into a problem where, where, where players are just not going to have an opportunity, and I you know that's my recollection of it, and and that's why I think I think. Columbus was interested, and we said, "Okay, uh, we can make that kind of a trade." So, nothing, nothing that uh, 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 you know was untoward towards Paul or anything like that. Just opportunity. Young players need to get opportunity, and they need to see opportunity. And I, I don't think it was going to be there for him in Calgary. Nice. Um, that's good memory, man. I knew it. I was like, "Oh, Butts will remember him for sure." Uh, GMs pretty much remember every guy you ever trade or draft or you play with for some time like that. Um, I, I do. I think one of the biggest storylines in the NHL right now, Craig, is goaltending, both good and bad. Uh, in the fact that you've got some teams getting great goaltending, they've got too many injuries around the league and goalies, and then lots of teams dying for some goaltending. And, and maybe the biggest surprise story is Jonathan Quick with the New York Rangers, 9-0-1, a 9-26 save percentage, and he's outdueled Shesterkin thus far for the Rangers. He's been better. I'm stunned. I, 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 you know, watching Jonathan over the last couple of seasons, you know, you certainly looked at him as somebody who uh, had his best days prior. And, you know, you know, getting back into the net and playing really well on, on, on a New York Rangers team, we know that, I mean, Jonathan has been a great goaltender during his time in the National Hockey League with the LA Kings. But, you know, you, you reach a point, he battled some injuries, and certainly that he may be healed now and, and more ready to, to to play back to the form that we saw him earlier in his career, but but it is a great story, and it, and, and it's great for the New York Rangers to have a goaltender and Jonathan Quick, uh, because when they did sign him, I'll, I'll be straightforward. I was like, oh boy, geez, they're signing Jonathan Quick. There seems like there's a lot of hope in that. But yeah. what, what's happened is, is there's been a lot of good uh, play from Jonathan Quick in the net. Oh, he's been he's been fantastic. Uh, there's no doubt yes. about that for yep. sure, Craig. Um, the Edmonton Oilers are, uh, you know, they're they're inching closer. But the thing is, so like the Calgary Flames are, are back to 500 after a terrible start. And you know, I thought both Alberta teams uh, weren't as bad as their early records were. Um, you know, there's a lot of meh teams in the West, which means the door's still open. When you look at, I think uh, Arizona's in eighth, and they're on pace for 89 points, right? So there's still there's lots of opportunities for Edmonton and. Arizona and Nashville and Calgary and Minnesota. Um, you know, what have you seen lately from the Flames that gives you belief that, you know what, hey, maybe they could stay in the run or should they even stay in the run? Would they be better off trading guys? Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to go to two, two places here. First of all, I'm going to go to the blue line. 
Noah Hannafin and Chris Tanev are really good defensemen. And, and Noah's 26. Chris is a little bit older. But, you know, Craig Conroy knows what a good top four looks like. They have Weger, they have Anderson, Tanev, and Hannafin. That's a really good, strong top four uh, blue line. And, and so, yeah, you can look and you, you, you can say we're going to trade Noah Hannafin. And you can look and you, we can trade Chris Tanev and you look at what the return can be. I know one thing. You can't find players like Noah Hannafin that are 26 years of age uh, and, and are going to be able to carry play in the way that he does. Uh, and to me, I'd be, sign, I'd be trying to sign. Unless he doesn't want to sign there, uh, I'd be looking to try to sign him. And Tanev would be on a shorter term. You, you, want some, you want some protection for your younger players. And, and you also don't want Anderson and Weger to get overextended. There's a, two, there's a two-sided equation here. It's not just putting younger players in there, but now you extend those two guys and your team becomes weaker. So, you know, like if they trade Hannafin and they trade Tanis, they're going to be looking for guys just like that. And what I would say is good luck. Good luck finding guys like that. So I'd be signing them. Now, do I think they're a Stanley Cup contender? No, I don't. So I think that Lindholm, you know, what ends up happening there, they have some really good young players. And, and I think that Connor Zary's come in. He has shown that he can be a real good, solid player. Right now, the, the biggest challenge for the Calgary Flames is, is Jonathan Huberto. I mean, he, he, he looks like – you know he looks like, Jason? He looks like Jonathan Drew did in Montreal. Yeah. Looks like he can't play anymore. No. Yeah, it's That's great. what it looks like. Yeah. Like it, so, it is funny. Like, his foot speed, he just looks like he's skating in cement at times. Well, his pace is – just everything about it. He looks delayed. He looks slow. Mentally, physically, I think he's – yeah, he, he looks. He looks like he's got all, all like he's thirty years old. There, there, there shouldn't be a, a, an age drop off here. Yeah. But he he just looks completely unsure of himself and completely, uh, you know, he he looks half a. He, he, I, I use the term uh, a, a day late and a dollar short. That's how Jonathan Huberto looks everywhere on the ice. Everywhere on the ice. So, you know, do I think they're a contender? No. But should they make the playoffs? Yes. But, you know, I think that that's the balancing act of, okay, do you trade these guys and, and what does the future look like? And, yeah, okay, you get draft picks, you get prospects. Are they going to be any better? Are they going to be anybody that's going to help you? And, and what's that timeline to help you? I, I think it's something you got to be careful of. How do things change so much, Craig, between signing him to that contract in the summer and now? Like, I can't recall a shift ever this big on a player in this short of a span of time. Like, what would you even guess is happening? You know, Wanye, I'm, I'm glad you said what would I what, what would I even guess because I don't know. And if I had the answer to that, I, I would go right to the Flames and I would make a lot of money by giving them the answer. <laughs> Anybody that has it, I'm, I think that I think I think the suggestion box is open. So <laughs> if you do, so here, here's my guess, and and my guess is is this is that. His game is was so certain and so predictable, playing with players that he knew really well. I don't think he's adapted to playing with different players. I, I, I think he's really struggled to play with different players after being in Florida for a long time. I mean, Sasha Barkov is a brilliant player. And certainly, you know, you, you look at how we played with him, he, he was great. But I, I, the familiarity of, of being in a place that drafted you and just moving forward, I, I think that helped him. And, and I think now he's in a new conference, new players. That, and I mean, uh, yeah, you, we can say that he should be accustomed to Lindholm and those guys 
guys by now, but it doesn't look like he reads off of them. He made a play last night where he had a direct pass to the net, direct pass to the net. Cam Fowler put his stick on the ice and said, try to pass it to this guy here. And Huberto tried to pass it. And all Cam Fowler did was deflect it away. It's like, it's like he, he doesn't even see the game anymore. So th- th- that's what I'm thinking right now. Like, it, it's almost like you tell Jonathan, you know what? Go away for two weeks. Go away for two weeks. And, and, and just try to, you, you know, you figure out, you know, a, a refresher, a mental refresher to just to, to try to look at it differently. Because I don't think there's any problem with his work ethic or his effort, but it's just a lot of activity. Like almost zero accomplishment in the games. Craig Button uh, joins us. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a lot of people wondering, like, does he miss Barkov that much? The thing was, Huberto was like a, an oddity because he was a passing winger, right? Like he was never a big scorer. He's always been more of a playmaker. And but Barkov was obviously a great player, and, and they fed off each other quite well. D- you know, did, is there is there not a good match as far as a center ice for him, or is this more as, as you outlined, maybe just more of Huberto's issues, regardless of who he's playing with? I mean, I, I think, Jason, you're always looking for matches and you're trying to say, okay, he's not with Barkov anymore. Who, who could he be like? But even when you look at the, even when you look at the metrics, and the, he's a playmaking winger. His metrics as a playmaker, I mean, attempted passes into the slot, he's gone from like top 20 to like 100. Like, you know, completed passes in the slot. Like, it's one thing to, to not have completed passes and, and, and to make those plays to create uh, scoring opportunities. I mean, he's so far off that, that, that it's scary. It's, it, it, it really is. So I, I think part of it is method. I think part of it is, to what you point out, you know, playing with players that can take advantage of the skills. And, and the other thing, too, is players that can – where the ice opens up and plays open up. I, I, I used that play last night versus Anaheim, and I, I just shake my head because I'm watching it and I'm just going like like what are you doing Jonathan like you know the defenseman basically said go and shoot it and, yeah. and he still tried to pass it and you know again the hesitancy the uncertainty uh, in his own play the uncertainty with playing with others you know I, I think the Flames are looking to try I don't think they are looking to try to find a solution to this problem because it's a big problem Craig Button from uh, TSN joins us Craig, uh, you, you look around the NHL, and you know, obviously, in the in the trade freeze right now, um, I know the trades can happen uh, starting next uh, Thursday, I think it is. But um, you you look at teams with so many teams still close. It, do you think there might be urgency to say, "Okay, we got to separate now"? Right, and, and and I know there's a lot, especially for goalies, because there's so many teams looking for goalies. Kevin Woodley's talked about like if you get a goalie in, the earlier you get him in, the better it is, because a lot of goalies will need time to adjust to the system and kind of how guys play, so they get used to the tendencies of those in front of them. Do you think we might see a little bit of a more activity come early in the new year, just because it's so close, or is it the opposite? It's close. People are like, well, I don't want to sell off yet. Well, I think well, you're, you're going to have teams that like are going to always be in that place of not wanting to sell off. We, we also have a tight salary cap, which you know creates some problems. You, you know, like one, one of the things that I believe in, and it goes, it, 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 the bigger picture is, is teams, and, and then the, the microcosm of that is the Calgary Flames. 
I think if you have a chance to make the playoffs in the National Hockey League and you're one of 16 teams and you're doing things responsibly and reasonably, I think you should try to make the playoffs. So, you know, I didn't say that earlier about the Flames. I, I think they should try to make the playoffs. And this idea that the only way you can make your team better is by is by blowing it up, I'll give you the Florida Panthers. I'll give you the Las the Vegas Golden Knights. I think it's garbage when teams go like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to reach over, we're going to blow it up. Okay, you can, yeah, that's one way to do it. It's not the only way to do it. And, and, and I think Tom Dundon, uh, the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, says, listen, our goal is to make the playoffs every year. And then we that's number one success. Number two success is to get to the final four uh, of, in, in, of the league. And he said, that's a real success. Ultimately, if we got to the final, that would be great. And winning the Stanley Cup would be the icing on top of the cake. But I think making the playoffs in a 32-team league, I think it's critically important for teams and fan bases. And the idea that you can't improve your team in different ways unless you sell off free agents, I'm not, I don't get it. Now, I'm not saying that every team can sign their free agents. I'm not saying that if you come to that and you know that you can't sign your free agents, you hang on to them. But I, I think that you, you can't just be willing. It looked like the Flames were on a path to signing their players. And then they started out really poorly and then all of a sudden boom, we're not going to do this now. Okay, now what do you do if you're the Calgary Flames? Oh, just kidding? <laughs> no, no, that's totally fair. Right? It's uh, totally fair. Uh, 441, Craig Button joins. Craig, one last one for you. Do you have any special food that you like to have at Christmas? That, like, in your family, it's there all the time and it's like a staple and you need it? Well, I had it this morning, okay? My mother loved it and I loved it. And, uh, I, I was, I was at the, uh, I was at the European store yesterday or two days ago and I saw some blood pudding. Blood pudding with eggs in the morning at Christmas time. And I had some, and I took a picture, and I sent it to my mother. And I said it was not. Now, my wife has no desire to eat blood pudding, but uh, I said, I miss you, Mom. I miss her all the time when I'm not with her. But I miss her at Christmas when I can have blood pudding, and I always enjoy having it with her. Nice. What's in blood pudding? <laughs> the sausage. Oh, okay. All right. I don't think you ever... can look it up. Okay, I don't think I've ever had it. So, all right. Is it good? I like it. My wife has no desire. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's acquired it's taste. A little... It's acquired taste. I, I, I wouldn't say it's a, well. Maybe it is. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it's more the thought process. Yes. It's, it's, it, 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 there's certain foods that, and I mean, I'm guilty of it too. There's certain foods that just in your head you go, "Oh, I can't do that." But uh, and this might be more of it. But it, it's tasty. It's a tasty sausage. Gregory, it either contains blood or it's the biggest case of false advertising in the entire food industry's history. <laughs> like, there's one of two options here. What's in blood pudding, he says. Pudding. Yeah, let's put it this way. It's not jello pudding mix in there. No. Not at all. Craig, have yourself a wonderful Christmas. We will uh, chat with you next week. Next Friday? Yeah, if you want, if you want, or you want it off, you you make the choice. No, I want it. I, right. I mean, it's it's an opportunity to to, to talk about the uh, World Junior. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking. We'll have some games. Do you, oh, by the way, quick, do you think Celebrini gets a game for that? I think he does. Yeah. I think he does get a game, and uh, you know, uh, I mean, it was a five minute major. I don't think there was any question. It was a five minute major, and certainly you got to protect the players. And uh, I, uh, the interesting thing is, will, will he play on Saturday versus the U.S. before he sits out a game once the tournament begins? Because that's I've seen that happen too, <laughs> where you can play in the exhibition games, but you can't play in the tournament games. Yeah, fair so. point. 
But yeah, it'll be great. From Sweden next Friday, look forward to catching up with you. Awesome. Thanks, Craig. That's uh, Craig Button from uh, TSN443. Uh, we'll come back. We've got five questions, update on our uh, new goal, and more on the Pyramid of Giving on Sports 1440 and Orders Nation YouTube. 4.48. Welcome back. Gregor, Wanya Gretz with you. And hey, baby, we, we're ahead of the goal. I love it. I always like it when we're ahead. It's always better than being behind. Uh, Adam came in at 100, and Robert is in at 500. So that means we had a goal at 4 o'clock to raise an extra $2,000, and we've now raised 1100 So we're, uh, hey, we're on the back. Uh, that's 55%. We're uh, coming down the back stretch. So 900. Nine people at $100. Right. Few at two hundred, whatever we like, however it adds up. We look for a hundred dollar donation minimum if you can, hundred bucks, and uh, we will fill out, and uh, we will break our previous record in the month of giving. We need nine hundred dollars more. We're gonna end up raising over one hundred sixty three thousand dollars if we get to that, which will be awesome, awesome. So there you go, eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. If you got an extra hundo around. You want to help out adopt team? You get a you get a tax receipt, okay? Which is uh, awesome. So eight three three four zero one fourteen forty is the uh, is the number where you can uh, text in your name and the amount you want to donate. We need nine hundred dollars total. That's it, nine hundred bucks. And the month of giving has been uh, very successful to help out uh, the Christmas Bureau, Santa's Anonymous, Holiday Hamper, the Brightview Elementary program. Well, their breakfast program is amazing, what they do to help those kids just get a meal before school. It's hugely important. Uh, also, Adopt-A-Teen, as well as Operation Friendship Senior Society. It's awesome. So, 900 bones, 833-401-1440. Let's do it. we got an hour and 10. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Minutes to get it done. 
In the meantime, let's get to five questions brought to you by The Brick. As you wait patiently, for some of you, this is, this is your Christmas. This is your competition. I know some people live for it. They love it. The lineups at 7 a.m. on Boxing Day. Well, you can do it at The Brick because uh, they have their door crasher hours from 7 until noon. All sorts of great deals and genuine leather. You can get up to uh, uh, 40% off when you buy the matching love seat. Only on Boxing Day at The Brick and TheBrick.com. It's time for five questions on The Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, uh, question number one today. Of course, the Oilers in action. I take it on the Rangers. Connor Brown draws back in with Sam Gagne not playing. Derek Ryan, good to go. Can I get one prediction for you on what's going to happen here? Well, so ooh, so Connor Brown is back in. Does he get the motivation from Adam Ernie's power move? Uh, Sam Gagne's two assists. Ryan McLeod's second two-goal game. I'd like to say yes, but that's not my prediction. That would be a bull prediction, but I'm going to say the uh, Oilers go 500 on the road trip. They lose in overtime tonight, 4-3. I'd like to mention for the second time that I called the comeback in the third period, so I just want to make this a little bit about myself, but also about the Oilers, who I feel have tons of momentum and will win 5-2 tonight with an empty net goal. I have to ask for selfish reasons. You said you called to come back. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you sprinkle anything down on that one? Connor, my dear friend, I don't bet on sports. However, I did put it into the live betting group that I'm a part of, and all the people bet it. So that's even better. Even more rewarding. So you, well, well, you're part of a live betting group, but you don't bet? Correct. It's a company. Oh. And we have a telegram group, and we live bet things. And generally, science will generate these picks. But last night, I superseded science oh, and said, Oilers come back. Yeah. And oh. the Americans in the group were like, hooray for the Oilers. And I was just filled with glory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two for you guys. Uh, we'll circle back to Connor Brown in a minute. But Ryan McLeod, two goals last night. That puts him up to four on the season. If you had to guess, how many does he finish with this year? Love Ryan McLeod. Seven goals. Seven trustworthy goals, too. That's what he's going to finish with? Yeah. So only three more goals the rest of the year? That's terrible production. Okay, but I, I, I respect that. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't set the bar. I was I, just delivering the news. No, I, I thought I was expecting. I thought you were going to say like some like 16. Well, two two-goal like, games. Like, you're it, like, I love Ryan McClellan. No, no, no. He's saying so he, you're going to say he's going to score a total of three more goals the rest of the that year. That is correct. Okay. All right. Um, I think McLeod gets what he normally does. I'll say uh, 11. It's a little bit better. Uh, question number three. If you could whisper something into Connor Brown's ear right now, some encouraging words or advice, what would it be? Go to the net. Stop playing on the perimeter. That's what I would whisper. I would tell him, listen, you're Connor Brown. You played with Connor McDavid and Erie. There's something to you. You need to go and look at yourself in the mirror until you find it and then return. I don't mind Craig Button's idea of go away for a couple weeks. I don't know if players can do that, but it might be a good idea. Some sort of soul-searching, outback walkabout. Question number four. Earlier on the lowdown with Lotai, Declan listed his top five NHL fighters in his declinations. I won't ask you for your top five, but I will ask you for your top three fighters in NHL history. Well, I'll go uh, Brian Sotheby, number one. Thank you very much. 
top drawer fighter, good local boy. Uh, George LaRock, number two. And I, a former oiler, Dave Brown. I can remember him punching people into dust back in the day and thinking it was just great. Uh, Bob Probert. I will go with... Yeah, Dave Brown was a killer. And I'm going to go with Touch Me, You Go Me, Ty Domi. Sotherby. Who, by the way, has the NHL record for most fighting majors. Sotherby, the pride of La Pearl. Yeah. And also, I heard a bit of a dirty player. Oh, come on now. He was never even cut once in the league. From Jason Strudwick. How yeah, dirty so, could he be if he's uh, never been cut? Oh, cheap we, we, shot at Strudy. Yeah, according to Strudy. And then we saw the video, and it was Strudy who cheap shot. <laughs> yes, that was that, the greatest part of that story. I would believe. Because Sotheby was right. He's like, what is he talking about? And so we actually went and found the tape of the game where they fought and what led <laughs> up to it. It was awesome. <laughs> And final question for you guys today. Hypothetically, we're trying to work in hypothetically here. If you were Kevin McAllister and you were in his situation and either Home Alone or Home Alone 2 lost in New York, what would your favorite defense strategy be that he used? I'm glad you asked this, Connor, because as a child, I thought about this a lot. And I would walk around my house and like try to project what I would need to set up for defenses, Home Alone-esque defenses, to save myself from an intruder. It's the cans of paint on the staircase, I think, that are effective. Because you're just walking up the stairs and you're minding your own business. Some of the other stuff is pretty far-fetched. But if you threw a can of paint on a string, I think you could really do some damage. It's true. You could. Um the uh, the winter time with the hose down the back steps to ice it, and then uh, you know what? Because you wouldn't really expect that, especially if it's in a dark where there's no like the the wise thing was to take out the light so that you couldn't see right. And then you go down and boom, you're uh, you're you're wiping out. So I I would probably go with that one. I thought it was pretty cheap and dirty, which I respected. Right? Uh, the tar on the the one I did, I was like, you're not putting tar on your own stairs because now you got to clean up the mess. So that was the one that was a little bit uh, far fetched. So, uh, but you know, it's funny. That's my son's favorite movie right now. So that's that's become like a a, a Christmas go to in our house, right? And uh, that one also. Um, Con, do you have one more question? No, we don't. So no, I, I'm going to ask you guys. Now you're a young father. Now your uh, your son is three. Correct, Wanye. And uh, I know uh, Connor um, is a, is an uncle who is a very much. Uh, I, I saw at his wedding. His uh, his niece is like Connor's his favorite by far. Um, do you guys have like a, a go to Christmas book? Because if you don't, there's one I would recommend. Please do. Merry Christmas, Mouse. Merry Christmas, Mouse. I've been. My son is now ten. And we still read it probably. And, and we get the Christmas books and we only bring them out uh, for December. Because it's kind of cool, you know, you go through this. Although he's older now, so now we're reading like novels, which is awesome. This whole Warriors thing. I like I like it. So I think I probably get more out of the reading than he does. But um, Merry Christmas Mouse is one of the greatest Christmas books I've ever read. And it talks about this mouse family in Nook number 24. And it explains Christmas and they're mice and they've, they don't, so they're trying to find out like what's Christmas? What does it mean and everything? And so it explains to it and it's outstanding. And of course it rhymes like it's a book for kids. And uh, so anybody, if you're looking for a book, look for Merry Christmas Mouse. And it's the one that talks about in Nook number 24. I was going to get Wanya Jr. a book about how to roll his own cigars. This is much more age appropriate. <laughs> yes. I will go and find Merry Christmas Mouse and keep the cigar rolling for next Christmas. Yeah, it's, uh, it is awesome. I just read it last night. It's the first time I'd read it in a while. And uh, I'm just like, this book is great. Absolutely great. So, 
And uh, make sure it's the one, though, that's in uh, nook number 24. You'll see it when you open the book. It's great. So, Cons, do you have, like, a favorite book that you read to your niece? No, we actually, we had a Halloween one a couple years ago that she really did enjoy. All the the nieces and nephews did, but not that one. And uh, I'm just looking right now, like 12 bucks at Indigo. So that is right below us. Really no excuse not to go grab it. Yeah. Well, but it's see there. I was looking it up right now. There's the Merry Christmas mouse, but I, it's got to be the different one because this this one is yeah the one that I'm googling right now is not the one that I'm talking about. So maybe okay. I got to uh, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get a picture of the cover and put it out because that's the book you need. We read the uh, Stompin' Tom Connors good old hockey game at our house, mm-hmm. and before the book starts, Wanya Junior decides if I sing it or if I read it. And would you like me to sing the song or read the song? And he'll sit there and think about it for a minute. I don't know what's going through his little head, but he'll decide. Sometimes it's a, it's a reading day. Sometimes he needs it sung to him. Oof, I love it. Stomping Tom. Uh, hey, we got uh, some more donations in. Uh, John has come in. Guys, I'd love to donate 100 to help uh, get to the new record. That's from John. We have uh, Peter, the freezing father, Connor Halley. Peter Burgess is in for uh, $100. Also, Ian. Came in at a hundo, as did John. So guess what? We're down now to only $500 remaining. We're looking for five people at 100 bucks or one at 500 however we get to it. We got an hour, but hey, I'd like to get it done before so we can just kick back, relax, maybe have an eggnog, whatever you like. 833-401-1440. We're looking for $500, and uh, it is going to be crushing a new record in the month of giving and helping out adopt a team. Awesome, awesome stuff. Let's get to the con man and the sports 1440 update brought to you by Booster Juice. And hey, they remind you, stop it. Download the Booster Juice app right anywhere. Go to the App Store, get the Booster Juice app, and you can start saving today on uh, delicious and nutritious smoothies and food only at Booster Juice. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 